I wish I could say something that was classy and inspirational, but it just wouldn't be our style. Yeah, I'd like to hear it. SportsTownChicago.com. Lombard. Part of the P on Air Network and available on the TuneIn app. Hell yeah. Broadcast, Broadcast home for your Windy City Bulls and the Chicago Dogs. We're in a league of our own. Now, here's your SportsTownChicago.com scoreboard update. I'm Brandon with your SportsTownChicago.com update, powered by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. Giannis Antetokounmpo had a perfect shooting night going 16 for 16 and was named All-Star Game MVP as Team LeBron beat Team Durant 170 to 150. Bulls Zach Levine finished with 13 points for Team Durant. Other All-Star Games festivities... And Fernie Simons won the slam dunk contest, Steph Curry the three-point contest, and Domanis Sabonis won the skills challenge. Other NBA news, Blake Griffin signed with the Brooklyn Nets for the remainder of this season. NHL Blackhawks blow a three-goal lead as they lose to the Lightning 6-3. They take on the Stars tomorrow night. Bears are expected to part ways with offensive tackle Bobby Massey. This move will free up about $5 million of cap space. Baseball, Cubs lost to the Diamondbacks yesterday 5-4. Jake Arrieta pitched two shutout innings, giving up a hit and a walk. Cubs take on the Rangers today, first pitch in just a few minutes. Lucas Giolito threw three no-hit innings for the White Sox yesterday, but they still lost to the Rockies 1-0. They play the Dodgers today, also at 2:05. And the city of Chicago announced that they will allow 20% fan capacity at Cubs and Sox games. That will start with opening day. Bryson DeChambeau won the Arnold Palmer Invitational. This was his eighth PGA Tour title. This has been your SportstownChicago.com update, brought to you by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. That is right. We are below the whistle. A nice Monday afternoon. Very nice weather outside. Wow, you came in super soft, man. I'm sorry. What the? <laughs> it was a great weekend, bro. It was a great weekend. Was, and we I got some sleep. <laughs> I'm excited. You know, come on, man. No, great weekend. <laughs> and not to mention, it is International Women's Day today. Yeah. So it shout is. out to all the women out there. All the ladies. All the ladies. Hello, ladies. <laughs> we will continue our month-long celebration of Women's History Month as well. We'll even have a special guest a little later on. That we do. Ooh, nicely done, Which Brando. Nicely done. She will remain anonymous. Anonymous. So, in this first hour, guys, we're going to be talking NBA All-Star Game. Baseball season's coming away, and sounds like we might be having fans in S- Chicago. Thank goodness. And then, obviously, we have our special guest, which... You guys will just have to listen more into it when we get deeper into it. So, right. You boys ready to get this started? Let's go. Let's All right. Rebounded by Giannis and puts it down. Giannis straight down the lane. Giannis from Paul. Giannis, perfect from the field thus far in this first half. Nine of nine and 19 points. Three pointers for Giannis Antetokounmpo. For Giannis, and he leaves it home. Giannis. Perfect in an all-star game. Whoa! Giannis with the rebound and he's going. Okay, it's alive. It's going. No, no, no. 
That is right. We just had the NBA All-Star game over the weekend, and what a game it was. Um, I want to let I want everyone out there listening, what did you guys think about the NBA All-Star game? Did you guys like the outcome of it? Let us know on our Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at BlowTWhistle1. That is B-L-O-W-T-W-H-I-S-T-L-E-1. Let me ask you guys, how did you guys think of the NBA All-Star game? Uh, go ahead, Brennan. <laughs> go ahead, Brennan. Uh, we all went, we both went at the same time. We all, ah! <laughs> well, I don't think there was really much surprise. I think we all chose Team LeBron to dominate in this game. And that's I didn't. Exact, okay. I didn't. So David was wrong. I was okay. wrong. I'll admit it. <laughs> but yeah, I think... I it happened the way I expected it. Giannis kind of took over. I was going to say, I'm, let's I'm, not get it twisted. Yeah. Team it, LeBron, it LeBron did not dominate. Yeah. It was Team Giannis. Yeah, surprisingly, <laughs> LeBron only ended with four points in the game. So that was a big surprise it, to me as soon as I heard that and I saw that. I think I think he's kind of just starting to take a t- step back and see who's going to be the next one to take the torch and by the way let's uh thank tnt for those highlights that was amazing highlights especially oh, yes. especially that last one like when Giannis, Giannis is going Giannis is at 15 for 15 <laughs> and he just spots up for a three and reggie miller and ken smith are just going don't do it no no no, no yes I well, love I, those guys. I literally, while I was watching it, I laughed out loud. It was hilarious. I find man. those one of the highlights of the whole game is just the commentary. Oh, yeah. It's so funny. Because they're relaxed, too. They don't have to be, they they have to still be somewhat professional, but they're there to have a good time. Absolutely. Absolutely. One thing I was noticing about the All-Star game, I don't know if it was just because of different situations, circumstances, I didn't find it as competitive as it was last year. I don't know if you guys remember seeing the one last year. Everyone was there was defense actually. Oh, there was no defense this year. Yeah, no, None I didn't at all. see it. Like they were giving I up. Think they was, were giving up dunks and layups left and right. I think it was more competitive last year just because it was right after the death of Kobe, and you know the whole NBA world was just upside down. Oh yeah, it was nothing to celebrate. But um, in other uh, things that happened in the All Star Game, the three point contest won by fire. None of the other Steph Curry, but. It was a competitive fire, competitive shootout. It was crazy good. Like I, I, that's probably that harkens back for me at least to like the Larry Bird era oh, when he was doing the three point competitions. He was lights out and just the just the up utmost like talent being in those competitions. I think the biggest surprise to me was how well Mike Conley did. <laughs> yeah, he he kind of sure. threw me off. I was hoping a little bit more from uh, Zach Levine, but hey, he did it really. He did solid. He held his own. Oh, yeah, yeah, he got he got through. I mean, poured in twenty two. That's not horrible. No, that's good. I can't complain about that. I mean, when you have Steph dropping thirty two in the first round, you're just, <laughs> you're just looking Kinda. around, going, uh, "So this is over." <laughs> yeah. And he's the one hitting those those three balls. No one else is like everybody else is clanking them. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, this is my sweet spot. 15 out behind the arc. <laughs> he well, did he, that in the game, too. Did you see that? Yeah. Half court. And then Dame Lillard uh, hit a half court <laughs> shot, too. They were just going half court shots. It's uh, let's, have, let's have fun. You know, oh, that, yeah. it's great. Though. You have to have fun because that's like the weekend where it's like you can just relax and they don't have to worry about going 110%. It's just kind of more of a fun thing. 
It's exactly like the uh, Pro Bowl, obviously. Yeah, yeah, and that's really all this weekend is about, both the Pro Bowl and the All-Star weekend here. It It's about the fan. It's for the fans. It's about the fan experience and everything. And so, yeah, obviously there weren't fans there this year, but it's still, it's a fun atmosphere, and it's it's not supposed to be too serious. Well, oh, absolutely. was it really about the fans, isn't it, again? Oh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean no, I'm no, I'm not going there yet. No, uh, that's not going there yet. They tell you it was about, it was for the fans. It was for the they fans. They wanted to but... do it for the fans, which to s- some extent, I'm sure there was that talk, but yeah, ultimately, bottom line, is that bottom dollar. One thing I got to say is that I'm really glad that Brandon, you and me were looking, you uh, saw an article that no player in the all-star team got COVID from that because I remember I sent you guys a notification. No player tested positive. No player tested tested positive. positive. That's what it was. So in beating. No, uh, they they were were both contact tracing. They both put out negative tests so far. Because they're barber. Good tested yeah, positive, the right? Bar- yeah. The barber tested positive. Good for them for not testing positive and missing the game yet, dorks. <laughs> <laughs> at that point, it's not even worth it. I just like at that point, I'm going. All right, I'm packing my bags. I'm going home. I can't even do anything now. Jeez. Right. Yeah. Well, they they both did end up missing the game. They weren't able to play due to the contact tracing, but no positive tests came out of. I mean, that's the All Star rosters. That's a positive. Yeah. See what I did there? <laughs> if I had a cricket sound effect right oh, now. Oh, that would be great. Those, those <laughs> negatives are a positive. Yeah. Uh, overall, I give it probably a B minus. Yeah? The, the, the game itself? The game itself? Just, just, just the, the entire weekend. weekend. Yeah. Well, I mean, the whole day. <laughs> yeah, the whole day, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm so used to calling it a weekend, too. Now, yeah. Did you, do you rate it a B minus? Because if you're including the Oh, no, dunk we're contest. not we're not going there. Because if I include the dunk contest, it's going way down, boys. I didn't even watch the whole thing. I just saw the highlights. No. I'm like, what is this? No. It was. Let's, let's, I'm, no. We're not talking about it. Yeah. No. It didn't even happen. Didn't exactly. Even happen. <laughs> a control alt delete. <laughs> no dunk contest happened this year. God, it would have been better if Spud Webber, Dominique Wilkins would have come off the bench. Jeez. <laughs> I was I, no, I'm not getting into it yet. Nope. 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 Oh, Surrey Bob. Possibly later though. Yeah, oh, it will, it will come. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, possibly, yeah. possibly later though. <laughs> you guys know when it'll be coming. <laughs> you know the moment. So. Can we just talk about the, and I, I get it. It was a lot of layups and a lot of dunks, but can we just talk about how that was probably one of the most impressive performances in an all-star game NBA wise that I've ever seen. Giannis, Giannis just, well, he didn't miss a shot. Perfect. Yeah. 16 of 16. Like it's insane. Greatest, greatest, greatest. I'll put it out there. Greatest I'm not even going to, I'm never, I'm not going to him haul on this one. <laughs> Greatest all-star performance I've ever seen. I, I definitely agree yeah, with you that, on that. It just, I definitely agree with you. On granted, that. like I said, granted, some of it was layups and dunks, but I don't care. Hey, it's he still hit, as long as he hit two in. threes and called bank on one of them. So <laughs> that was great. Just seeing, <laughs> you just see Giannis. I'm like, no, what are you, I, I was saying the exact same thing. I'm like, what are you doing? No, no, no. And then you just see the top point of the ball. I'm like, that's way too high. <laughs> and then it just hits the backboard. That was amazing. Oh, yeah. That, you know, and, you just got to shoot it. You just got to send it. 
oh, that was definite. Let's see how hot I really am. Yeah. Because yeah, at exactly. that point, at that point, he knew that oh, like, he, knew he, he was had the MVP in the bag. Well, not just that. He knew he was 15 for 15. He's going. All right. Let's make it 16. Here we go. Hot check. <laughs> hot check. <laughs> you got to have fun like that in the in the all-star game. Like, well, and that's what that's what a lot of those pro players. I mean, Michael did it in the in the finals that one year when he hit the six threes. Yeah. That last one was just okay, how hot yeah, am I really? When you know you're on, you just yeah, <laughs> stretch the limits. How 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 far can I push this streak? The thing that's funny is I think more people were surprised that Giannis pulled up for three twice and Steph Curry going for a half court shot. Oh, for sure. <laughs> that, we were more surprised that went in for than the half sure. court shot. <laughs> That's like Shaq in the all-star game keying up from the top of the key. Oh, hey, let's just see how this three point shot <laughs> brick wall into the back of the glass almost shatters the backboard. Oh man. The amount of backboards that man has broken. They don't, they make them Shaq proof now. I think they do. He changed the whole (laughs) dynamic of how backboards were set up. These engineers are like, damn it. (laughs) He had one crumble on his head once. It was crazy. Yeah, Yeah. whacked him in the head. I I don't know. But getting back to Giannis, I mean, like, kudos to you. Now, here's my question, though. Yeah. Does that lead to Giannis just going off in the second half of the season? That could be a precursor. Big I mean, it could be, but I think that could be a good, like, boost. And if he's just staying hot, then I think he can just keep it rolling. Yeah. Definitely. What about you, Brandon? Yeah, there's definitely a strong chance. It happens all the time. Well, actually, there's two different ways that it typically happens with all-star breaks. Either a guy burns himself out by not having that rest, and then they go on a slump immediately following, or they get really hot and kind of bounce off of that game and just keep it rolling. I think Giannis will be the latter. I think he'll he'll continue his hot play because of how well he did. But some of those guys, there's always that chance that because they didn't have the rest that some of these other guys had, that they could go into a slump, an all-star slump. Most definitely, most definitely. Well, unfortunately, guys, that is all the NBA talk we have for today. But coming up next, opening day is coming up, and it's sounding more and more that Fans will be allowed at opening day at Wrigley Field and Guaranteed Rate Field. But how many fans will be allowed? We will tell you here on Blow the Whistle. This is your home for sports. Red SportstownChicago.com. Take that exit and get to the Southern Cafe, home of the nasty biscuit on Roselle Road in Roselle. Get over there and try the chicken fried chicken biscuit made with the Southern Cafe's house-made drop biscuit with buttermilk chicken fried chicken smothered in country gravy topped with shredded cheddar and crumbled hickory smoked bacon. I always say that when you go to the Southern Cafe, you come out with two meals with the heaping amounts of food they serve you in every meal. I love to go to a place with outdoor seating. The Southern Cafe has a great outdoor seating area to help social distance, and I get to enjoy my breakfast outdoors. Open 6.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. to give you plenty of time to grab an amazing breakfast or lunch. Now get your butt over to the Southern Cafe on Roselle Road. Hello? It's speed walking day. Dorothy, you're breaking up. Did I mention we'd be slowing down when we pass the court where those fine brothers play ball? I heard that. Reduce your risk of cancer, diabetes, heart disease, and stroke. Get active, eat right, and maybe even run into Mr. Right. Isn't sisterhood beautiful? For more information, go to everydaychoices.org. Brought to you by the American Cancer Society, the American Diabetes Association, the American Heart Association, the Ad Council, and this station. 
Alert! Alert! Be gone, maxed out credit cards, overdue loans, suffocating interest rates, and relentless collection agencies. If your credit rating is making you and others around you cringe, there's only one thing to do, and that's to turn to the professionals at Creative Credit Solutions. Even if your credit is less than perfect, we'll help you get back on track. You can do it, and we can help. Call today or visit creativecreditsolutions.net for your free credit check report. Blow the whistle on SportstownChicago.com. Mondays and Fridays from 2 to 3 p.m. as we talk NFL. The game plan was really sound. In the quarterback league, it, it has been, it still is. Franchise-defining quarterbacks. College football. Will Jim Harbaugh make it through the season as Michigan's head coach? Some more Big Ten talk. And here's some things you wouldn't expect. I would have never expected that. Get all of that and more on Blow the Whistle on SportstownChicago.com. That is right. Baseball is back. Almost back. (laughs) You're never going to live it down, Brandon. That's all right. I'm excited. Woohoo! Baseball! (laughs) You should be even more excited today, Brandon, after the news that we got. That is right. That's right. Larry. 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 (laughs) Lightfoot has just announced that um, for the Cubs and Sox games, we'll be allowing. 20% 20% capacity of fans. That is always nice to hear. But my question out to the listeners, and let us know what you guys think on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at BlowTWhistle1, B-L-O-W-T-W-H-I-S-T-L-E-1. Do you think this is a good idea to start letting fans in the stadiums? Even with numbers going down, do you think it's a smart idea to get people, like smaller crowds, in together, even if it's just 20%? Let us know. But in that case... I want to ask you guys that. What do you guys think about Lightfoot's decision of allowing 20% capacity of fans in Wrigley Field and Guaranteed Rate Field? Let's let the super fan ask for answer first. <laughs> yeah, 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 I was going to say, let's throw it off the brand. All right, so first off, the 20%, that equates to 8,274 for Wrigley and 8,122 at Guaranteed Rate. And parties at both bar- ballparks will have to be separated by six feet and everyone is required to wear a mask, of course. And there will be cashless concessions and merchandise to go along with reduced lines in an attempt to reduce lines. So you'd order your food and everything on your phone, and then you go up and you just pick it up. Huh. So they have things in place to try to prevent the spread. You'll be with the party that you came with. You won't be near other parties. And it's similar to what the NFL did. Okay. So I think after seeing the NFL, not a whole lot of issues that I heard about came out of that the way that they had the limited fans. So I don't think it'll be a major issue because of the protocols. I agree that I think it's early to let everyone back in, Mm -hmm. but I think doing the 20% is a good idea. Yeah, I agree. Especially after you just listed the protocols of what to do. That sounds very smart. It sounds like they're being smart with it. Another thing that I saw, because um, it was kind of funny, I was actually trying to buy tickets earlier today. And, uh, <laughs> I'll, good I'll luck! Be, I'll, I'll yeah. keep doing that after good the show. Luck. And, good uh, luck. It looks like you got to buy them in like sec, like in a group. So yeah. like you group couldn't get, yeah, you got to give them like a group of four. You can't just get, or like group four or five, but uh, you can't like get single or just two tickets. Yeah, like that. you got to get them in a group, which is kind of, 
it's smart because then it's like you're not getting stuck with people, ne- random people next to you because you don't know what's going on. But yeah. I mean, it sounds like overall they're being pretty smart about it. Yeah, that that makes sense to do it that way, just because, like I said, they're trying to keep you with one party, so right. they're gonna make you fill up that entire party so that they can still sell all the tickets available, and they're still following the protocols that they placed. I even saw they're doing the uh, they're still doing rooftops. Yeah, which, yeah, and that that's probably. I mean, the city of Chicago can yeah. can cut that down, but that is that's not owned by the Cubs. They're affiliated with the Cubs, but they're not owned by the Cubs. Right. And so, yeah, the private owners, they did it a little bit last year, even when Wrigley Field was not open to fans. Okay. David, which, uh, let's, what's your opinion on? Open it up. <laughs> Just dope. Like, <laughs> there are states that are completely restriction-free at this point. I get it. Better safe than sorry, but... And it's exciting that we're going to have, you know, tickets available because Lord knows you're going to go on StubHub and one of those guys is going to be selling those tickets somewhere. Oh, yeah. Just be ready to play, pay that nice yeah, shiny penny. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. look pretty expensive. I um, saw some that were fairly cheap, but I don't know how trustworthy that is. That yeah. that being said, um, people, uh, th- just let me talk to you for a second. <laughs> um if you want this to continue, adhere to the guidelines that are set out by Major League Baseball in the city of Chicago. Yes, don't ruin this for me. Tyler and exactly. I want to go to a game. We want to go don't to a ruin game. This for us. <laughs> exactly. Um, and that's all I really have to say. I, It's a long time coming. Yeah. I think, I think you know... They were playing it a little more on the safe side of things. Yeah. Uh, it could have been done a lot earlier, but hey... We've got fans. Yeah. Thank so, God. so are you saying, David? Are you saying twenty percent isn't necessarily enough? You think they could open it up more? I honestly, as open as that stadium is, like I, I can get like doing that for like a dome stadium. Mm-hmm. Or, oh yeah. But as open as Wrigley is, and as open as, and I'm sorry, I, I'm always going to call it Comiskey. <laughs> no, no guaranteed rate for you. you U.S. No cellular, whatever. Um, yeah, no guaranteed rate. It's like calling the Sears Tower or the Willis Tower. For oh, the God. Love of Uncultured God. swines. I know. But that being said, <laughs> there, I, I, I personally think there's no... I mean, restaurants are going to 50% capacity here pretty soon, uh, and we're closed in Yeah, restaurants. So if you're in open air, there's no reason... I personally think there's no reason you can be at 50%. Okay. 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 Yeah, no, just, I, just be smart about it. Yeah. Don't, exactly. Don't be idiots. That's don't th- ruin it for Brandon and Tyler. Please. <laughs> we <Jeez>. will find you. <laughs> we will hunt you down. Yeah. Wise words from David Dykstra. Listen, <laughs> I, every once in a while, you know, I have those nuggets of what wisdom. Why, wise words from David. Hey, this is dad talking to you now. <laughs> Irish dad. Yeah. Right. Uh, but no, I, my my personal opinion is I thought I thought that it could go a little bit harder with it, but like that like I've said, they are they are being safe, safer than sorry. Yeah, you know they want to steadily grow that. So then yeah. then they're back to full capacity, hopefully by mid season or end of season. Oh, that would be yeah. amazing. You know, when, I feel like when at, the White Sox when the White Sox are making a run for the World Series and the Cubs are. In the cellar. In the World Series also is what he meant to That's say. That's what he meant to say. <laughs> hey, I by the way, I'm just telling you guys this right now. If that ever happens, I already got the name of the series. You know how they did the, 
when the Mets and the Yankees got in there, it was the Subway Subway Series. Mm-hmm. If the Cubs and the Sox get into the World Series together, it will be called the Second City Series. I've trademarked it. <laughs> I have I have done everything to make sure that somebody's going to pay me some money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it has happened once. The Cubs and Sox met in the World Series way back in 1906. Oh. It'd be nice to get one in our lifetime as well. That would be nice. In, in our lifetime. Yeah, uh, for that to happen, you're going to have a lot of Cubs stuff fall into place this <laughs> year, buddy. I'm just saying. Hey, not necessarily this year, but eventually. Just, I said in our lifetime. Plus plus the <laughs> fact you got to get past the, the almighty... Uh, Evil Empire 2 out in Evil Empire West. We'll call them Evil yeah. Empire West <laughs> now. But no, I, yeah. I'm and, excited. And their little brother now, too. Yeah, yeah. and their little, <laughs> their their little, little brother, <laughs> although little, little father, the Padres, father. <laughs> stay, stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that but, being said, yeah, it's super exciting the, the fact that we could actually go and see live, see live sports now. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I'm definitely. actually, I'm really happy that they are making pro like they they know that they can make progress by letting fans in at this moment. I'm on the border with you, David saying about 50%. I think maybe just started off with 20, just, just to make sure, because you know, we got, like we were saying, we got, what do you pe- care? You already had it. Well, yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> I can still Tyler, get it. Tyler's going to walk around. I am Teflon. <laughs> Don't touch me. I'm immortal. <laughs> but, um, I think just because, You've got people that refuse to follow guidelines just because, you know, they're stubborn. Oh, there's going to be people there so breaking think, the guidelines. I think it's for smart sure. starting it with very limited 20% and then gradually move it up just so you can, at the 20%, see how these dummies follow the guidelines, Gosh. making sure that they're doing it. At, like, they're following the rules, you know, because we got to be um, happy that they're actually <laughs> allowing. I went blank. But uh, happy that uh, yeah, they're allowing fans to us. Fans in the stadium. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, Tyler Mouth no worky. It's Monday. It is Monday. Yeah, but yeah, definitely. It's exciting to hear that they're opening up to fans, even if it is just 20%. Hopefully, by the end of the season, they're able to get higher up. Maybe, maybe 75, maybe, maybe full. Might, I, be, I, might I would, be wishful thinking. I would say by, hopefully by the time September rolls around, you know, everybody's most of the people have gotten their vaccinations and things like that. They want to get the vaccinations and everything like that. And that'll, the more the vaccinations get out there, I think the more uh, cities and States and just the nation in general is going to be a little more compliant and opening things up. I just think with the fact that there is, we're seeing like right now we're look there, we're seeing COVID go in the right direction. Like it's, it numbers are decreasing, so we're we're going to yeah. a knock, knock on, on wood. wood. Damn right, dude! Yeah. Don't put that out there, and then just some weird strain comes out of nowhere. Oh yeah. god! Well, and everyone's I, gonna blame me for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I have a question for everyone out there listening, and for you guys as well. Do you think they should regulate that only vaccinated fans should be allowed in? I know they did that with the Super Bowl. Absolutely oh. not. Okay. Absolutely. That's taken away people's freedom of choice. I agree. Right. I, I agree with that. I yeah. agree. I don't think they should, but it it is something that they probably Segregate have or em. will talk about. Segregate them. <laughs> no, you're right. You vaccinated, can't, non-vaccinated. You can't make someone get the vaccine and then you shouldn't use that against them 
be like, yeah. well, because they, you don't want to do it, we're not allowing you in the statement. Like, yeah, that's, but that's kind of that, bogus. That's the thing. Yeah, they can't make you get it, but they can say, well, if well, you if actually you want to come in, yeah, if you like, don't, we're not do making it. you come to a baseball oh, yeah. game. Yeah. Oh, they can do that yeah, for that, sure. So, and that's yeah. they, been something that's it, been thrown around quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, it is within their rights that they can do it. But but my question is, should they? I I don't think they should. No. I, it's it's it, it's a freedom of choice thing for me. I, I don't believe anybody should be forced to do anything to enjoy the freedoms that we have in this country. Well, yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. But that being said, once again, people, I'm just going to put it out there. Adhere to the guidelines or Januska will come and find you. <laughs> I swear on all that is good in the world. And if he doesn't come for you, he will hire somebody. <laughs> and we're not going to talk about such people on air. He's got connections. <laughs> oh, trust me. We know he's got connections. <laughs> well, boys, with that being said, very excited. All super excited now. Super excited. Oh, yeah. That oh, yeah. Baseball. Why we're, well, no, it's time to get more excited, guys. Oh, That's yeah. Right. What That's do we right. have coming up, Coming up next, as promised, we have a special guest here in the studio. She's a former collegiate athlete. She has an amazing podcast called Monday Motivation, and we call her Skittles. But who is she? You're going to have to stay tuned in to find out here on Blow the Whistle. But first, let's hit it up with Brandon with a sports update. Back to your home for sports. SportstownChicago.com. Scoreboard update. Brandon here with your SportstownChicago.com update, powered by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. Blackhawks give up four second-period goals and lose to the Lightning 6-3. Here's what Mateus Janmark had to say after the game. When we're up 3-0, we got to know how to play those games too. It's two games here that we, we've we had that lead and we, we let it go uh, way too fast. So we got to learn from that. Hawks play the Stars tomorrow night. NBA All-Star Game Team LeBron beat Team Durant 171-50. Giannis Antetokounmpo scored 35 points and was named MVP. Other All-Star Game festivities. Anthony Simons won the slam dunk contest. Steph Curry the three-point contest. And Domantas Sabonis won the skills challenge. Other NBA news. Blake Griffin signed with the Brooklyn Nets for the remainder of this season. White Sox Dodgers happening right now. They are in the bottom of the first. Dodgers lead 3-0. And Cubs are also currently playing. They're playing the Rangers. And the Cubs lead 1-0 in the top of the second. Other Cubs news. Reliever Pedro Strope will be away from the team for a while after violating baseball's COVID protocols. And in the NFL, Bears are expected to part ways with offensive tackle Bobby Massey freeing up $5 million of cap space. PGA Tour Bryson DeChambeau won the Arnold Palmer Invitational for his eighth PGA Tour title. This has been your SportstownChicago.com update brought to you by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. This is your home for sports. Longtime fans, sports is like life. SportstownChicago.com.
What's up, Chicago? If you're ever, and I mean ever, out looking for good urban food 24-7, come down to White Palace Grill located 1159 South Canal Street in Chicago. White Palace Grill is open 365 days a year since 1939. I personally love the steak and egg dinner, but whether you like burgers for breakfast, steak for lunch, or French toast for dinner, White Palace is the place for you. The diner is a 24-hour urban oasis. Come now. Come later. Heck, come now and later. We never close at White Palace Grill located 1159 South Canal Street in Chicago. Visit us at whitepalace.com or order with Uber Eats or Grubhub anytime, any day. Daddy, when you look at me, I could see your wheels turning. About what am I going to be when I grow up? A major equal spaceman? Maybe a point guard for a national champion? The odds of a child becoming a professional athlete are 1 in 16,000. Far-fetched? Maybe. But did you know the odds of a child being diagnosed with autism are 1 in 166? That's right, 1 in 166. To learn the signs of autism, go to AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Go to Lux Barbershop for the best barbers and stylists in Plainfield, Illinois. I go there when I have an important event, date, or I just want to look good. The straight razor shave will have you looking fresh and smooth. Lux Barbershop is open seven days a week. Go to Lux Barbershop for the finest barbers, stylists, braiders, and massage therapists in the southern suburbs. Check out all their daily deals on Facebook, Instagram, and LuxBarbershop.com. Hi, this is Joe Perry. And Steven Tyler of Aerosmith for Red. You know, it's okay to rock and roll and party down. Just don't get in that 2,000-pound bullet when you're done and cocked. And please don't drink and drive. Someone that jaded you. A reminder that friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service message brought to you by the Ad Council, U.S. Department of Transportation, National Association of Broadcasters, and RAD. Old Sport Radio with Pat Riley. The Bears in my opinion, are not a storied franchise anymore. They are a laughing stock because of the way that they handle their business and the way that the team up north has dominated them for my entire life. Wednesdays from 3 to 4 p.m. on SportstownChicago.com. <laughs> yes, indubitably on sport. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Let's go! Good day, Pat! SportstownChicago.com That is right. Our special guest is Hannah Brummer. Hannah, thank you for joining us today. Thank you guys for having me. I am so excited. Really? What? Really, dude? I told you I was going to call sorry. you out if you didn't do this right. I'm sorry. I told I'm sorry. you if you did not come with energy and do this right, I was going to get you. Did I or did I not? You we did. We have the Hannah Brummer from the Monday Motivation with Hannah. The B. most positive Yay, person I've you. ever met in my entire life, bringing positivity into the world each and every day. When she's not around, we all are just a little leveled down and a little less happy about life. All that's right. right. It's Hannah, a.k.a. Skittles Brummer. See, that's how you do it, my yeah, friend. Yeah, you, you definitely beat me up now. <laughs> hey, no arguing. Hi, this is nothing but hi, positive eyes. Hi, hi Hannah. Hannah. How you doing, Hannah? Yeah. How, how How's you it doing going? Today, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> but in that case. <laughs> <laughs> but any hoodles. Hannah, thank you again for coming on our show. And as people know, you 
or uh, ex-collegiate athlete, you played softball. That is correct. Could you tell us a little bit about being a collegiate athlete? Absolutely. So first of all, thank you guys for having me. I'm super excited to be here. My collegiate career started when I was a freshman in college. I attended Harper College for two years. I was a little bit unsure about my major, so I went with community college. And I had the opportunity of playing there. I started every single game in center field. I was leadoff hitter, and I was a slap hitter, so I could switch hit a little bit. And then I transferred to Elmhurst College, which is now Elmhurst University. And I played there for a year, which was absolutely amazing. And then unfortunately, my senior year was cut short due to COVID. So I am now a retired athlete. But softball still holds a very, very, very special place in my heart. Now, wait a minute. Wait. Okay, first off, first and foremost, uh, color me surprised center fielder were you not i wasn't shocked at all when she said center fielder were you tyler no not really (laughs) and secondly you are not a retired athlete you are still an athlete you just don't play organized sports because i know for a fact someone goes somewhere what twice a week three times a week see it three times see (laughs) i guess yeah three times a week and what do you do I do kickboxing. See, that's athletic. (laughs) So you are still an athlete. You know, I can sit here and say that I'm still an athlete somewhat. (laughs) Big somewhat. (laughs) Wow. Really, dude? Uh, It's all love. You know what? Let's go to the golf course and I'll... uh, Oh, you'll smoke me. We'll we'll play $5 a hole. Let's do it. And I'll get the I'll get my I'll get my kids toddler toddler clubs out for you. Why are you going to hurt me when I'm running this show? I love you, man. I love, <laughs> oh I love you, man. Goodness. I love you. Uh, I love All you right, too. let's get back to Hannah. <laughs> All right, back to Hannah. <laughs> All right, so Hannah, in your collegiate career, did you have a certain moment or anything? What would you say was your top moment in your playing career? I would say my top moment is my freshman year when... I was nominated by all my teammates and coaches and faculty at Harper. I received the MVP Most Valuable Player of the Year Award. Um, That was something I will forever treasure. And I remember that day like it was yesterday because when I started college softball, I never was a center fielder before. I used to play second base in high school and travel ball. And then my coach looked at me and he's like, HB, Hannah B, you've never played center field before. And I'm like, no, he's like, well, you have the speed. So I'm making you a starting center fielder. So being able to receive that award is something that I'm really, really grateful for, especially because I did not have the experience as an outfielder, but I did work hard for it. Okay. I mean, correlate that to her life now. She's our MVP every day. Oh, absolutely. Oh, thank you guys. That's no joke. (laughs) That's no joke. That's no joke. Like, literally, you you think we mess around, but that week you were gone, it was different. I that was it. yeah. So <laughs> many bad things happened. <laughs> Power outages. Power outage. The ink on the printer went out. <laughs> oh no! Was Hannah, so it was things. mayhem in this building. You guys didn't have the positive vibes. Exactly. The good vibes That's only. Door was. wasn't open. So let yeah. me ask you this: How nervous were you to change positions? Because I know it's a big deal in baseball, at least for us. I was pretty nervous, but I had a super supportive team and coaching staff that made it a lot easier to transition from an infielder to an outfielder. So it was a lot of work. I did have to work my butt off every single day. I would show up like an hour before practice 
and I would do the drop steps, everything that we needed to the point where I would run into the fence. We did this one drill where basically it's like you had to like check the distance from you and like the fence and the amount of times that I, I feel like I can got a concussion because I whacked my head into the fence, but it's okay. <laughs> it was worth it. It paid off in the end. So I was about to ask how, how many, how many, how long did it take of you shagging fly balls to just get used to the coverage Oh, of the outfield. It was a lot, especially because <laughs> center, center field, you're the priority. Like oh, yeah. you're calling the ball. So I'd be like, ball, 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 ball. And then I'd be like running all over the place and then backing up second base and all those great things. So, but I loved it. I love every single minute of it. I actually prefer the outfield more than the infield now. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot more running in the outfield though than yes. the infield. So. That's not in my field. <laughs> <laughs> that is not in your repartee. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's in my repartee anymore either. Now, Hannah, I had a quick question. In your four years of playing collegiate uh, softball, how was your team as a whole? Like, do you guys all get along? And then, like, how successful was your team, like, throughout the four years? That's a great question. So every single person that I've ever played college softball with, they hold a very special place in my heart and they truly do because you spend a lot of time with them. It's basically like a full-time job. When you're done with school, you're hopping on the bus and you're traveling two hours and you don't get home till one in the morning and then you're in classes together. So my harp at my at Harper, we had a very successful season. We beat the number one team in NJCAA um, which was Rock Valley. They have girls that transferred to Division One schools. They were super talented, and we beat them in extra innings, and that is one of my favorite memories ever. It was when um, my friend Kim LeBon, she was up to bat, and I was pinch running, so I was at third, and I cannot remember if it was one or – I think it was one out or two outs, and I just remember my Coach Scott looking at me, and he's like, HB, you better run your tail off. So all of a sudden, I'm just darting. Like, she hit a little dinker to, like, the pitcher. And then I, like, tackled the catcher. I, like, did a head dive. I slid. I don't know. I think I got a concussion, but I was totally fine. Because all that mattered in that moment was that we won. And it was super special and something that I will always remember. Assuming you still keep in touch with your yes, teammates. Absolutely. Oh, they're like my sisters. I have, like, 20 additional sisters. We hang out all the time. Okay. I had another question, but then I just totally just lost it. <laughs> so, I don't know. I ugh, I can't remember what it was, but if one of you guys had another question for Hannah. Um, I have a question her. about your experience as a transfer. So transferring from one school to the other, was it a difficult transition or was it just a seamless, hey, you're on the team and everyone just is welcoming? That's another great question that I think a lot of people forget about. Being a transfer student was super rewarding, but it was also very difficult because I was transferring into a team that had 24 girls and they've been playing there since their freshman year. And now I'm a junior in college. And then we had some freshmen. So I had to prove to them, you know, that I work really hard. And, you know, even though I, even though I played at a junior college, I still have the ability to play at a four year. So it was pretty tough, but I worked really hard and I was able to play. And, you know, I had, I have great memories from Elmhurst as well. Would do, now from comparing to the two schools, 
Which coaches did you like the most? <laughs> oh, look at him. Look at him trying to create some edginess. Oh, okay, you know Chaos. what? I'm I'm grateful for all of my coaches. Um, Coach Scott Plaza, he's the one that recruited me from Prospect High School to play at Harper just so I could kind of figure out what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And he also helped me get into a four-year and recruit me that way. And then Coach P, Coach Paolo, he accepted me for who I was being a incoming transfer student and he helped me as well especially you know find the correct career that I was looking for so I'm really grateful for all my coaches especially my dad okay my coach. how nice yeah. so all around rewarding experience it sounds like no regrets absolutely no regrets no regrets that is awesome <laughs> I love hearing about people's experience with sports anyone else out there that has great experience with playing sports either collegiate or just just for fun let us know your guys' stories here on Blow the Whistle on our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Blow T Whistle One B L O W T T W H I S T L E One. God, this Monday is kicking my butt today. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It happens. It's happened. It All right, Brent. But with that being the case, um, stay tuned. Coming up, Hannah is going to share about her awesome podcast. Uh, to motivate and get your week started on a positive note. And she will give you her thoughts on how lessons can be applied to female athletes next here on Blow the Whistle. This is your home for sports. This is the best fans in the world. No, no better team. SportstownChicago.com. Are you ready for this? Valley View Automotive has all of the hottest SUVs you've been looking for. Enjoy a test drive and the opportunity to drive one of these powerful vehicles off the lot for half the price. Yes, half the price. Now's the time to get yourself to Valley View by car, on foot, or even by air to take advantage of this outrageous sale. You better get here quickly, because this promotion is only going on for 24 hours, and the automobiles are leaving the lot faster than you can say four-wheel drive. Valley View Automotive, a dealership you can depend on. Hey, I'm Andy Griggs, asking you to help prevent domestic violence. Domestic violence isn't a woman's issue. It hurts all of us. Women are injured and killed every day by their husbands and boyfriends. So it's time for men to take action right now to teach boys that violence against women is wrong, to help prevent abuse before it starts. Call the Family Violence Prevention Fund at 1-800-END-ABUSE to get a free take action kit containing tips on what to say to boys. That's 1-800-END-ABUSE teach early. Indeed is the number one job search user with over 250 million monthly users. Indeed's priority is to help everyone in the job searching process to find a job by uploading 10 new job opportunities every 10 seconds worldwide. With Indeed, you have free access to job searches, resume uploads, and company researches. There are over 10,000 employees at Indeed that pursue to help people find the job they are looking for. They connect with millions of people to new opportunities. Go to Indeed.com and sign up for free and create a resume and let Indeed do the rest to help you on your job search. Hey, I'm Jesus Mauricio. Be sure to tune in every Friday to listen to Zeus Off the Bat, a baseball talk show from 1 to 2 p.m. where I'll be discussing and updating you on all things about baseball. News, predictions, reactions, and more about the Cubs, Sox, and everything across the league happens every Friday at 1 p.m. right here on SportstownChicago.com. Don't forget to follow and share our Twitter and Instagram with your friends at Zeus Off the Bat. Zeus Off the Bat. We 
We are back with Hannah B, aka Skittles, on Blow the Whistle. And Hannah, I don't know if anyone knows this, but we're going to let them know. You have an amazing <laughs> podcast. Well, I don't know if they. What? Amazing podcast. She has more followers Mo- than us. They know. Oh, big time. Oh, big stop. time. Way more followers <laughs> than us. We need us. to learn something from her. Yeah. <laughs> she needs to Monday do a motive- social media webinar. She helped me out today earlier. I know she did. <laughs> it was awesome. So, Hannah, Monday Motivation with Hannah B. Could you quickly describe to our listeners as to what you record and what your, your podcast is all about? Sure. So my podcast is all about spreading positive vibes and motivating others. So each week I bring on a guest that's typically in the industry. I have a lot of on-air talents out from uh, Chicago, the Chicago Intercom, and then I have some people from Radio Disney Country all around the world. I bring them on and we discuss different topics that motivate people on their Monday. So it could be coping with stress, the grind never stops, spreading kindness, just things to keep people upbeat on a Monday morning at 9.30. You know what I mean? Some people just need that extra little... Be- extra little push that'll get them feeling motivated. Absolutely. I mean, right now I need some motivation to not mess up on my talking. (laughs) (laughs) It happens. It happens. And correct me if I'm wrong. And if there's more, your podcast is up on anchor, Spotify, our heart, I heart radio and radio.com. Correct. Am I missing any of them? No, that's all of them. So everyone out there, no excuse to not listen to it. It is absolutely everywhere. I was about to say there are no excuses. There's yeah. no excuses. Multiple <laughs> avenues to get to it. And there should be an excuse why you would not want to listen to her podcast because this podcast is amazing. Well, yeah, it, I listen to it every Monday and it, it does like if I don't listen it to, to it on Mondays, it kind of throws my Mondays off and kind of throws my the rest of my week off. So makes an impact. It does. It does. For shows. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have a question for you, Hannah. So you recently did an episode called Woman Empowerment, and with it being International Women's Day and Women's History Month, what, and since this is a sports show, what can you take, what can female athletes take from that most recent episode and apply it to their journey? That is a great question. So the lady that I brought on, Jen BT, she's the co-host of the Ed Lover Morning Show with 104.3 Jams. She is someone that has inspired and motivated me as a woman, um, as as a female, as I should say. And I think that the message that she gets across is, you know, we are strong, we are powerful, and you can achieve anything you set your mind to. And that's the same thing with being a female athlete, right? When you're on the field and, you know, maybe you make an error, it's hard, you know, it can be difficult. You get down on yourself and you can beat yourself up, but we're female, we're there for each other, we're strong, we're powerful, and you can achieve anything you set your mind to. So Jen BT does a great job. She was an MC for the Wise Woman and Leadership Conference. So I knew she'd be the perfect fit for it. And being me, being a college athlete my entire life, I've had females that I've looked up to in um, athletics. And so I thought that it would be perfect for even non-female um, athletes, just for all women around to spread the awareness of being a fabulous woman. Yeah, very well said. Very well said. And I've listened to the episode. There's a lot of great content in it, in all of her episodes. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, Thank I love you so much. I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, you support us. We support you. <laughs> you lift us up. <laughs> 
You raise me up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to, let, let's be real. Uh, this place, we're very, very lucky in the fact that we get to be around Hannah as much as we do. Uh, we get inundated with positivity, positivity every day, every single hour, every single minute. And yeah, there are days when we're all having bad days and we're going, Hannah, just stop. Just just let me be grumpy, but she won't let you. <laughs> no, she, she absolutely won't let you. And that's, she will tell you to stop. Yeah, she absolutely will. And that's the beauty of being around Hannah. I mean, she's always trying to take that negative that might be going on in your life and turn it into a positive somehow. And, you know, don't just take it from the three guys sitting around here shooting about sports. Uh, come, come to Illinois media school see for yourself uh talk to the other students about hannah they're gonna have the same exact things that we have to say about her and she's been a super motivational person in my life in my stereo life as well (laughs) and putting out you know just nothing but positivity in into stereo and making sure everybody knows that you know no matter what is going on in your life People do matter and positivity is out there for you to achieve. Wow. Thank you so much. I have tears in my eyes. That was very, very, very kind of you. I appreciate that. I'll take my $10 later. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're my little sister and you always will be no matter what. And you're my big brother. No. Yeah. What did I call you? No, you can call me big brother because the whole whole dad thing is weird. Yeah, that is. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be big brother. We'll, we'll give we'll give Big Bear a uh, middle 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 child syndrome. Yeah, he's middle the middle child. child. <laughs> <laughs> the one always striving for attention. Yep, yep, he is a middle child. Yep, 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 for sure. Man, All right. So, Hannah, you have obviously a lot of great episodes out already. What can we expect in upcoming episodes? Do you have any planned out, any great interviews already set? My name name better be in there. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. I want to get a lot of the students here on my podcast. You guys are very, very talented, so I'm excited to have you on. Um, In the next couple months, I have a few up-and-coming artists out in Nashville joining me. Um, One will be called Adapting to Change, and it's going to be about a female country artist that got up and moved to Nashville and started her dream as a country music artist. And I think that adapting to change is so incredibly important to understand, especially in a time like this with COVID and everything going on. So I truly believe that a lot of my listeners will be able to engage with that and, you know, be able to connect as well, because it's always important to be able to relate to your listeners and make sure that they're feeling what you're saying. I would agree with that. Absolutely. Uh, I will say, I, I, actually, I got a question for you. Have Have you done any inspiring female athletes yet? When I was in college, I brought on Abby Ramirez. She actually drove to Elmhurst College, and it was amazing because she drove really far, and she is a professional athlete of the Chicago Bandits. So I brought her on. It was actually last February. And it was just motivation for athletes. And we talked about her experience playing travel ball in college and that what brought her to a professional female athlete. So that was really, really cool. So what motivated you to want to go out and motivate others? What was kind of the the spark for this podcast? 
That's another, you guys are doing a wonderful job with the questions. So when I thought about what I wanted to do with my podcast, I thought about something that I'm passionate about and something that I'm good at talking about. And that's motivating and encouraging others. And I've struggled with anxiety my whole life. I used to have panic attacks. And so obviously, you know, I seek some help and I went to therapy and I was able to get that under control. So I want people to know that you could be the most positive, outgoing, happy, upbeat person, but you can also be struggling behind closed doors. So my message is to share with my listeners out there that you are never alone. There is someone here in this world that's trying to make a difference in, you know, just make your days brighter. I like that a lot because yeah, yeah, very well said. Everyone's like everyone's got their own personal issues and they kind of hide it from themselves. But like with your podcast, you kind of express it and then you bring in that positivity to everyone else, and they can relate to it, which is amazing. I Thank find. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So everyone out there, be sure to tune in to her podcast every Monday. Monday motivation with Hannah B. You um, won't regret it. So many, <laughs> Thank you so many platforms. You have no excuse. Anchor, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. Well, with that being said, our one is in the books. Wow, We're not it, done. It just seemed like two minutes ago. I know, right? But we still have another hour to go for you guys. In this next hour, Hannah will still be with us to talk about the importance of women increasing role in sports. And don't worry, we didn't forget about the best segment in sports radio. Absolutely not. What is it called again? You're killing me, Smalls. There it is. <laughs> and we will cover a little bit on college basketball here on Blue the Whistle. This is your home for sports. SportstownChicago.com Joe's Hot Dogs has been around since 1953, but I promise it's not old news. You don't have to like hot dogs to like Joe's on Plainfield Road in Joliet. Italian beef, hot dogs, shakes and sides. My family's had a relationship with Joe's Hot Dogs for three generations. Golden fries with a tad bit of salt and the perfect amount of crunch come in a bag as big as your hand. And that's just small. For more on the menu, visit joeshotdogsjoliet.com. Bringing that classic Chicago flavor to the suburbs. That's Joe's Hot Dogs across from CVS on Plainfield Road in Joliet. At the football game, Jim shows the telltale signs of being wasted. He starts flexing for the camera. He refers to his muscles as gunboats. He screams, how's this for a halftime show? Jim streaks the field. It's easy to tell if you've had way too many to drive. But what if you've had just one too many to drive? Never underestimate just a few. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, the Ad Council, and this station. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. For more information, visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and Windy City News Radio. The Illinois Center for Broadcasting is now the Illinois Media School. We've been an institution in the Chicagoland area now for 30 years. Because the broadcasting world is always changing, so are we. Not only are we teaching radio and television production, but now you can learn all aspects of the media industry, like web design. You can even specialize in TV or film, sports broadcasting, and even sales. No matter where you are in the Chicagoland area, we have a campus near you. The Illinois Media School. Be on TV, be on radio, beonair.com. 
Yo, 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 check us out. We are the go-to guys. I'm your boy Space. I'm your boy MC. Check us out every Thursday from 4 to 5 p.m. We spitting all facts, all sports, all day. Yes, sir. Who else are you going to go to in the clutch? Lillard, long range three. Keeping you up to date with all the latest sports news. We are the go-to guys. Where else you going to get all your sports news from? You know. SportstownChicago.com. St. Patrick's Day. The only day of the year that it's okay to not boo the Boston Celtics. I will show you mercy. SportstownChicago.com. I wish I could say something that was classy and inspirational, but it just wouldn't be our style. Yeah, I'd like to hear it. SportstownChicago.com. Lombard, part of the Beyond Air Network and available on the TuneIn app. Hell yeah. Broadcast, Broadcast home for your Windy City Bulls and the Chicago Dogs. We're in a league of our own. Now, here's your SportstownChicago.com scoreboard update. I'm Brandon with your SportstownChicago.com update powered by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. Giannis Antetokounmpo went 16 for 16 with 35 points and was named All-Star Game MVP as Team LeBron beat Team Durant 170 to 150. Other All-Star Game festivities. And Fernie Simons won the slam dunk contest. Steph Curry the three-point contest. And Omantis Sabonis won the skills challenge. Former Piston Blake Griffin won the made the new signing with the Brooklyn Nets for the rest of this season. NHL Blackhawks blow a three-goal lead as they lose to the Lightning 6-3. They take on the Stars tomorrow night. Bears are expected to part ways with offensive tackle Bobby Massey, freeing up $5 million of cap space. In baseball, Cubs are currently taking on the Rangers. That game is in the bottom of the fourth with the Cubs leading 1-0. White Sox-Dodgers, that game's also underway. They're in the middle of the third, heading to the bottom of the third. Dodgers lead that one 6-0. And the city of Chicago announced they will allow 20% fan capacity at Cubs and Sox games starting with opening day. Bryson DeChambeau won the Arnold Palmer Invitational for his eighth PGA Tour title and college basketball. Number two, Michigan upset by Michigan State, 70-64. Number 20, Loyola Chicago over Drake, 75-65. And Northwestern beat Nebraska, 79-78. This has been your SportstownChicago.com update, brought to you by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. We are about to witness history in college football. Sarah Fuller will kick off for Vanderbilt to become the very first woman to compete in the Southeastern Conference in a football game wearing number 32, her soccer jersey number, as Sarah Fuller is about to put her right foot into a football, speaking volumes to women around the world. Now she can be the first to make an extra point at the Power 5 level. How about that celebration with her teammate? No longer just a one and done, right? She's part of this football team. Credit to ESPN on that awesome highlight. And we are back for hour two of Blow the Whistle. Still along with us, Hannah B. She's 
stuck with us. No, I'm just She's kidding. over here jamming <laughs> out, and I love every minute of it. Oh, she's the whole it. reason I did that. This is my jam. This is the whole reason I did that. I'm so glad. <laughs> so in this second hour, we're going to be covering the give our thoughts on importance of women's increasing role in sports. Um, what's next for women's sports and still up in the uphill battle. And obviously, no, we didn't forget it, guys. We still have You're Killing Me, Smalls. You darn skippy NBA. <laughs> you got I mean, skippy NBA. <laughs> what I meant to say was. And then we're going to end the show off with college basketball. Oh, yeah. Oh, All yeah. right. So let, can I can I start off with a question? I'll allow it. Um, <laughs> do you know who Miss Fuller is? Who we just played the the highlights from? You know what? I'm going to be completely honest. Oh, with you, you can believe you can be I completely. I do honest. not. <laughs> she is the first female to score points and be involved in a SEC game or a Power Five football game. That is amazing. And I think you should reach out to her because I think she would be an incredible. One hundred percent. That would be awesome. awesome. You guys convinced me. I I just. And it's not just because it's a great story, but her interviews afterwards, she was so articulate, so motivational for young girls out there that it it was like, you know, having having two daughters of my own, I, I was like, man, yes. that's what it's about. That's what you want your daughter to strive to do. Absolutely. That's amazing. I and, will definitely have to reach out to her. And just in general, she's just a hell of a kicker. Yeah. yeah. Like, she is a hell of a kicker. Yeah. I mean, she's in, impressive nonetheless. I and could be wrong, but from what I've seen from her, I don't think I've seen her miss. No. I don't think she did. Has she? No. No, I, I don't think I so. don't think she missed at all. Phenomenal. Yeah, former goalkeeper. Well, not former. She was the goalkeeper for the Vanderbilt soccer team yeah. and was also kicking for the football team. COVID issues are why she initially made the team or was pulled up to the team, but then she earned her spot and she stayed. Yeah. She continued awesome. to play even after really their, their kicker came back. That's how, for her. that's how it should be. She played her tail off and she made a spot. Not like, all right, we don't need you no more. That right. She showed it and she got it. Well, it's, it's interesting to me that probably documented one of the worst years in the history of the United States as far as the pandemic goes and everything like that. It was 2021 was a huge year for firsts and women in sports. Like oh, yeah. huge. We've had first African-American female official yeah. in the NFL. Absolutely. I'm going blank on her name. It's Maya Chaka. Maya Chaka. Uh, she's been around in a while, but assistant coach next alongside the one and only Popovich. Popovich. She's an assistant head coach there. And then there's just so many you can list off, which is amazing how. You got any we're forgetting there, Brando? Sarah Thomas was the first official to first female official to call a Super Bowl or be part of a Super Bowl. And the Marlins general manager, Kim Ng. Oh, yeah, that's right. I completely forgot that. that. The Marlins have a yeah, female. Mar- oh, I didn't oh, know that's about that. Right. Yes. That's Marlins, awesome. First female general manager in MLB history. Woo-hoo. That's right. I, I totally forgot about that. So Yeah, so there's a lot of names that you could just continue to throw out. And really, just within this last year, last six to eight months, really, just a lot of 
big news in terms of women gaining prominent roles in sports. Well, wasn't there also not, not to interrupt you or anything, Brandon, but weren't there two coaches that were on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that were female that have Super Bowl rings now? Yeah, yeah, at, at least two. There, yeah. there were, I believe, it was six total coaches six be- total. between the Chiefs and the Bucks yeah. who were in the Super Bowl. And so, yeah, I'm, I don't remember exactly how it was divvied up. But I believe it was six total in the Super Bowl, and yeah, there were some on either side. So, at least a couple of them now have now Super have Bowl Super Bowl rings. rings. And five years ago, that would have been unheard of. Yeah, just that recently, that would have been unheard of. That's what I'm just loving to see is like. The change of equality going around in sports now because, you know, it was always stereotypical people saying that, like, oh, women can't do a sports role that's for men. It's like, no, it's not. Well, one of the big things for me in in talking about equality in sports was uh, the name, and excuse me, I know her first name was Pat. Who was the Tennessee Volunteers female basketball coach? Pat. Oh, it's escaping me. But I always sat there and said, because she won national title after national title after national title, I was like, why not see if you could do it with the men's team? Because she obviously was a brilliant, brilliant coach. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to seen her go, all right. I Challenge accepted. It just went through my head. Isn't there also a coach, uh, a female coach on the 49ers? Oh, yeah. Mistaken? She was the first female coach coach to be in the Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah, so with all these female just women in general taking prominent roles in sports, what impact does that have? How significant is this in your eyes, Hannah, for them to be stepping up into these kind of roles? This is very significant and super exciting for all of us women, um especially just seeing the you know people being more aware and like people being more excited for women succeeding in sports I mean growing up I was a huge fan of the Chicago Bandits professional softball team my dad and I sat behind home plate every single game and I looked up to those girls every single one of them Jenny Finch Monica Abbott and there were players that like Christina Thorson Rachel Folden that not many people know about but they played a huge role on my athletic career from when I was seven until when I graduated college. My dad drove me to Monroe, Michigan, which was like a six-hour drive just to meet Jenny Finch and to attend her camp. That was like three days long. So a lot of young female athletes look up to, the, you know, people that are calling a game, that are assistant coaching, and it's and it's super exciting and so um, influential to all those, to all the young female athletes. Do you want Do you want a little fun fact there? Tyler. I love fun facts. Jenny Finch. Yeah. Real deal. Yeah. Like real deal. She struck out A-Rod. No way. Yep. A-Rod's like, I could hit a fast pitch softball. Jenny Lynch was like, all right, let's see. Yeah. That is Struck him out three straight pitches. I have a picture. (laughs) I have a picture of me and her with her Olympic gold medals. Oh, that was super cool. Oh, is that the one that hang up in your office? Yes, I yeah, have it in my I, office. I have seen it. I, yep, that's I was the one. I kept wanting to ask you who that was. Oh, yeah, she at it. is probably, I would say probably the most recognizable U.S. softball yes, player. Yes, she is well known. Everyone knows Jenny Finch because she's got the merchandise, the gloves, the she's shirts, amazing. the shoes. My room used to be Jenny Finch everything. She, fin- awesome. she finched it out. She finched it out. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I just real quick, well, I want to throw that uh, Brandon's question out to our listeners as well. 
let us know what you guys feel and your thoughts on women being more involved in the sports roles like have we listed off. Let us know on our Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at BlowTWhistle1. That is B-L-O-W-T-W-H-I-S-T-L-E-1. Please give us your thoughts and opinions. We'd love to hear it from you guys. Now, I would assume that Jenny Finch was probably a motivation for you. That's what you strive. Was there anybody else female athletically that you looked up to? I would say Monica Abbott. Okay. Monica Abbott. She's another, she's a left-hand pitcher. And I will never forget when I waited in line after every single Chicago Bandits game. And she always had a conversation with me. She'd ask how I was doing, how my travel games were that day. And she just really cared about every single person that was in that 500 person or 500 person autograph line. Like there were 500 people after every single game and I was one of them. So it was awesome. And I'll never forget those moments. Definitely a special moment for sure. You got some Miranda? Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to bring Go ahead, Brandon. Um, but yeah, another thing going on that just took place this weekend, another example of women kind of gaming prominence in sports is the Dream Gap Tour, which is going on. It's the Professional mm. Women's Hockey League. Oh, yeah. And right. they're trying to partner with the NHL. A few teams have already gone out and partnered, including the Blackhawks, which is why this past weekend there was a game, two games over the weekend, one at the United Center. United Center and that game by itself, the fact that women's hockey, because when you think hockey, you don't necessarily think females playing it typically. It's the the bearded men, rough <laughs> the Russians, the Canadians, everyone going I, at it, getting into fights and everything. I don't know, man. I'll I'll tell you this much. <laughs> Just like with soccer. I think the ladies are a little meaner than the guys. Yeah. Oh. They can be. Without but, a yeah. doubt. But the thing is, people don't recognize this is a league, yeah. the Professional Women's Hockey League. It's just started. It started up in 2019. This is only the second season that they're doing this. They're trying to gather more publicity and get more members to join so that they can eventually partner and be be a part of an affiliate of the NHL so that they can have their own standalone league. So just a, another example of a up and coming league that's gaining prominence right now. That would be great to see the NHL get behind that for sure. Oh, I, I would love to see if they do that. I would be surprised if they didn't. Yeah. I know a few females that play hockey. I used to play travel softball with a girl that was so incredibly talented and she was like the only girl on the team. And I thought that was so cool. Yeah. Oh, that's, that is that's really always awesome. To I see. love to see that. Yeah. There, there's a women's team that plays before at the Mount prospect ice arena before the games that I, I help call the Notre Dame games. There's a women's team, a women's league that plays beforehand. Okay. That's awesome. So it, it is there. It just needs to start gaining more publicity and more recognition so that more people are willing to join in. Absolutely. Well, Wrapping up that segment, coming up. Sadly, this will be our last segment we have with Hannah. Boo. I know. <laughs> I'm having Boo. so much fun. Everything's going to go downhill now. Even You're Killing yeah, Me well, Smells. one more segment. This, it's going to be like, oh, yeah, 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 It's yeah, going to yeah, be, yeah, You're yeah, Killing yeah. Me Smells. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, Killing yeah, Me Smells. You're Killing Me Smells. <laughs> <laugh
Uh, coming up next, we'll be talking about how it's still an uphill battle for women in sports. What needs to change in the way view women, uh, the people, the way people view women's sports. Stay tuned, and we will tell you here on Below the Whistle. This is your home for sports. Longtime fans, sports is like life. SportstownChicago.com. What's up, Chicago? If you're ever, and I mean ever, out looking for good urban food 24-7, come down to White Palace Grill located 1159 South Canal Street in Chicago. White Palace Grill is open 365 days a year since 1939. I personally love the steak and egg dinner, but whether you like burgers for breakfast, steak for lunch, or French toast for dinner, White Palace is the place for you. The diner is a 24-hour urban oasis. Come now. Come later. Hey, come now in later. We never close at White Palace Grill located 1159 South Canal Street in Chicago. Visit us at whitepalace.com or order with Uber Eats or Grubhub anytime, any day. Daddy, when you look at me, I could see a wheels turning. About what am I going to be when I grow up? A major equal spaceman? Maybe a point guard for a national champion. The odds of a child becoming a professional athlete are 1 in 16,000. Far-fetched? Maybe. But did you know the odds of a child being diagnosed with autism are 1 in 166? That's right, 1 in 166. To learn the signs of autism, go to AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Go to Lux Barbershop for the best barbers and stylists in Plainfield, Illinois. I go there when I have an important event, date, or I just want to look good. The straight razor shave will have you looking fresh and smooth. Lux Barbershop is open seven days a week. Go to Lux Barbershop for the finest barbers, stylists, braiders, and massage therapists in the southern suburbs. Check out all their daily deals on Facebook, Instagram, and LuxBarbershop.com. Hi, this is Joe Perry. And Steven Tyler of Aerosmith for Red. You know, it's okay to rock and roll and party down. Just don't get in that 2,000-pound bullet when you're done and cocked. And please don't drink and drive. Someone that jaded you. A reminder that friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service message brought to you by the Ad Council, U.S. Department of Transportation, National Association of Broadcasters, and RAD. Old Sport Radio with Pat Riley. The Bears in my opinion, are not a storied franchise anymore. They are a laughing stock because of the way that they handle their business and the way that the team up north has dominated them for my entire life. Wednesdays from 3 to 4 p.m. on SportstownChicago.com. <laughs> yes, indubitably on sport. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Let's go! Good day, Pat! SportstownChicago.com And we are back on SportstownChicago.com. Blow the whistle. I swear on all this in the world, it has made me so happy. What? To have her dancing while that stuff is I know, playing. that was great. <laughs> These are my favorite Anna's, songs. Yeah, ne- next time she comes on, we'll have her actually sing the intros to lead right. us into the I segment. I absolutely do that for you it's guys. All, it's no all, problem. It's all karaoke, so you're good. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so right here, we're going to talk about that it's still uh, how um, it's still an uphill battle uh, for women's sports. And a quick question I want to ask the listeners and then ask you guys is what needs to change in the way that people view women's sports let us know what you guys think on blow the whistle on our facebook 
Twitter and Instagram at BlowTWhistle1. That is B-L-O-W-T-W-H-I-S-T-L-E-1. Please give us your thoughts and opinions. We love to hear from you guys. But start, I'm going to lead this question off with Hannah B. Yes. What needs to change, do you think, in the way people view women's sports? I personally think there just needs to be more recognition and awareness that there are women out here, you know, trying to make a career out, career out of themselves. Like I remember in high school when my softball team was literally shoved in the corner of a hallway while the basketball and football team were not even in season and they had the entire field house. And that's bogus. It was really upsetting and just a lot of us felt like discouraged because we were in season. We were like three days away from game day and we were shoved in the wood shop hallway and we were running sprints and like we were like throwing the ball, like trying not to hit each other. We took grounders in there while the basketball and football team weren't for like their seasons just ended. And then the football team had like another year and we were shoved in the hallway. And then that was the same thing like in college when we had practices till like midnight because the men's team never wanted to practice later. So we always had like the last choice. So, you know, and I'm not saying that it's anything like, oh my goodness, like that's not fair. But I think there just needs to be more recognition and awareness that there are females that are trying their hardest out there. Yeah, because from how you just explained it to me, it to me, it feels like it sounds like it would be, it sounds degrading. Absolutely. And that they're prioritizing the men's, teams over the women's teams which it should all be equal in i think everyone's eyes how it should be what about you guys yeah definitely it should be even there's no reason for it not to be and there's actually a company that just recently started so four different u.s olympians uh, women olympians alex morgan sue bird simone manuel and chloe kim all teamed up to found a company called together it's a new a new media and commerce company designed to elevate women's voices around sports. And so a big focus that I've seen them having so far is on the media coverage of women's sports. So an example, the percentage of sports center Instagram posts about women's sports, 3%. Sports Illustrated posts, 4%. And just media posts in general is also at that 4% mark. So 96% of posts are all about men's sports. Only 4% of posts of media coverage is about women's sports. 4%. There's no reason for that. And a majority of that comes during the Olympics. That's a lot of times when it starts to spike a little bit. But outside of that, I know the women's national soccer team, they get some publicity when it's the World Cup. Other than that, there's really not much coverage. WNBA, you really don't hear anything about it. Hockey, it's an up-and-coming league, but again, you don't really hear about it. I was trying to find the scores from the game that just happened this weekend, and it was a battle just finding the scores for a game that I know took place. It's a game I know what I'm looking for, and it's still, you have to go through hoops to find coverage on it. With you talking about the WNBA, is because I've heard... Numerous people argue about this there because obviously it's very clear that uh, the women athletes in WNBA are 
not nearly paid as much as the men in the NBA. And everyone's oh, that's saying why, that's why they have to go overseas after this yeah. season's over and play overseas. So everybody w- wonders why their bodies break down so quickly. Uh, cause they're playing year round people. Yeah. And then, right. so people, the people that will argue be like, well, there's not enough money that comes in the WNBA because there's not enough publicity. I'm like, well, there should be. It's yeah. like, and exactly with what, how Brandon said, they don't public, publicly show it enough which is just totally unfair and bogus some of the some of the greatest basketball players of all time have been female for instance i know a nba hall of famer that used to get taken to the woodshed by his little or his big sister who's that reggie miller's sister cheryl miller yeah used to beat him one-on-one all the time no way all the time he admits it too that's awesome she was a, she was a, she was Candace Parker before Candace Parker was like, she was the Michael Jordan of female basketball. Oh, wow. Cheryl yeah. Miller. Yeah. She was unbelievable. And, had, oh, no, go ahead. And I was going to say, since you brought up Candace Parker, that's the thing. Candace Parker signed in Chicago. Like she's probably the top WNBA player right now. Yeah. She signed in Chicago, but you really don't, when she initially signed, you heard about it. But now, okay, on the news, maybe you'll see a clip. They'll give the score, how the sky did and everything. But it's at the end. It's mm-hmm. just kind of a throwaway. And the sky lost or the sky won. And that's about it. They'll show a couple highlights. There's not, like, she, Chicago has one of the best players in the WNBA right now. Oh, yeah. And they still have no publicity it's, on it. It's ridiculous. Can I chime in on something? Yeah. Go, yeah. For Go for it. it. Absolutely. So when I interned for the Chicago Bandits, there was like, they were never on ESPN. They were never broadcasted live until the championship series. And that was like two days. And then that's, I got to work in the ESPN truck. But other than that, they're just never, I mean, obviously women's college softball is on there, but professional softball, you rarely ever see it broadcasted live. Yeah. It's true. It, it's, it's okay. So not a lot of, well, everybody who hangs out with me knows that I have a little bit of a guilty pleasure, a little bit of an obsession. And this is one of those companies that has done it right for the, I'd say for the last two and a half, three years, the WWE. Yes, that's right. I'm talking professional wrestling. People so shut it, <laughs> has done it right. They've put women at the forefront two years ago. Women headlined their major event. WrestleMania it was Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, and Becky Lynch. Their top person in their whole company who was making all the money through merch, the most money through merch, was the person that everybody wanted to come and see when they went to live events was Becky Lynch, a female athlete. So they pushed it. They had their first ever all-female pay-per-view where it was just women wrestling I give WWE credit where credit's due and paying and giving those women the spotlight where other people have failed. We had a conversation here the other day that we believe that the women's soccer team should be getting paid more than the men's soccer team because our men's soccer team is trash. Very trash. true. Very true. <laughs> Hasn't won a thing. Rebuilt. <laughs> Real but, quick, yeah. uh, we actually got someone that tweeted out to us. Uh, Question for Han- from Mike Gonzo at Ace underscore Smooth. A question for Hannah: What advice can she give to young girls looking to get into sports? Ooh, great question. That is a great, yeah, that is a question, great question, Mike, Mike Gonzo. Thank you for listening. I think that 
it's just so important to kind of have that female, I like to have that female role model, right? Like when I first started playing softball, I always had someone to look up to. Originally first, very first, it was my sister. I saw her playing and I'm like, oh my goodness, like I want to play. So if you have a young daughter or a younger sister, you know, just keep doing what you're doing and have fun with it, right? And have that role model that you can look up to. Because when you have that role model that you can look up to, you feel inspired, you feel motivated, you feel encouraged that you see that, you know, not older women, but they could be older or teens or whatever. You see them following, fulfilling their dream and anything's possible if you make it possible. So go after it, get after it and have that role model. Yeah, couldn't have said any better. That's right. (laughs) The great Hannah B. So obviously we all agree that there should be more coverage. They should have even pay and everything. Obviously, the lack of coverage comes because they don't think there's enough viewers, which is probably true. Right now, there aren't enough viewers. But if they made it's it, not if shown. they publicized it, there would be a ton of viewers. Saturate exactly. the world. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. I think, and correct me if you're give your thoughts on it, but I think the what they need to do is they need to accept that they might lose some money early on right by publicizing showing all of these events these sports you might lose a little bit of money in the early going but it's an investment to build up these leagues to build up these sports and these athletes absolutely i 110% agree with you absolutely absolutely yeah. well guys this is a sad sad time of the day unfortunately we're going to have to move on but thank you guys Hannah so B, much. Huge yeah. shout out to you. Thank you for coming on our show. Everyone listening, please, please make sure you listen to Monday Motivation with Hannah B on Anchor, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. No excuse to not listen to her wonderful podcast. Again, Hannah, thank you for coming on our show. Do I you want to do, you wanna it. do any, it? Any any last any last words, Hannah? Any other social media stuff you want to put out there? Absolutely. That's what I thought. You should just go ahead and pick up that phone and give me a follow on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Hannah B underscore on air. That's right, everyone. It's Hannah B underscore on air. And go like my Facebook page, Monday Motivation with Hannah B to feel those nothing but positive vibes. Thank you, Blow Tea Whistle crew, for having me on your show. You guys are doing an amazing job, and it was truly an honor to be here with you all on International Women's Day talking women in sports. Uh, just so you guys know, she missed one. What's that? Go follow her on Stereo, too, oh, guys. Oh, yeah, on Stereo. I'm on Stereo uh-huh. and Clubhouse yeah, at Hannah yeah. B underscore yeah. on <laughs> who, Who's got your back? That's who's right. Got your back? That's right. Irish dad, that's who, yeah. <laughs> you're right. You're right. All right, well, with that being said, the show still goes on, and I know it's a little later than we usually do this, but you know we can never leave it out. It is time. That's right. For your killing me, Smalls. A great time to complain about sports and what happened over the weekend. Please tell us what made you guys say you're killing me, Smalls, on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at BlowTWhistle1. That is B-L-O-W-T-W-H-I-S-T-L-E-1. But first, let's hand it off to Brandon with a sports update. Back to your home for sports. Sportstownchicago.com. Scoreboard update. Brandon here with your Sportstownchicago.com update. Powered by the Illinois Media School. 
If interested in a career in media, go to beyondair.com. Chicago Bears are freeing up some cap space. They are expected to part ways with offensive tackle Bobby Massey, saving them $5 million. NBA All-Star Game, Giannis Antetokounmpo was named MVP as Team LeBron beat Team Durant 170-150. to Other All-Star Game festivities, and Fernie Simons won the slam dunk contest. Steph Curry, the three-point contest. DeMontas Sabonis won the skills challenge. In the NHL, Blackhawks lose to the Lightning 6-3. They take on the Stars tomorrow night. In baseball, Cubs and Rangers are currently underway. They are in the bottom of the fifth. The Cubs lead that one by a score of 2-0. And the White Sox are taking on the Dodgers. That game in the top of the fifth. Dodgers lead that one 6-0. The city of Chicago announced they will allow 20% fan capacity at Cubs and Sox games this season, starting with opening day. And in college basketball, number two, Michigan, upset by Michigan State, 70-64. Number 20, Loyola Chicago over Drake, 75-65. Northwestern beat Nebraska, 79-78. And in the PGA, Bryson DeChambeau won the Arnold Palmer Invitational for his eighth PGA Tour title. And this has been your SportstownChicago.com update, brought to you by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. your home for sports. This is the best fans in the world. No, no better team. Sportstownchicago.com. Are you ready for this? Valley View Automotive has all of the hottest SUVs you've been looking for. Enjoy a test drive and the opportunity to drive one of these powerful vehicles off the lot for half the price. Yes, half the price. Now's the time to get yourself to Valley View by car, on foot, or even by air to take advantage of this outrageous sale. You better get here quickly, because this promotion is only going on for 24 hours, and the automobiles are leaving the lot faster than you can say four-wheel drive. Valley View Automotive, a dealership you can depend on. Hey, I'm Andy Griggs, asking you to help prevent domestic violence. Domestic violence isn't a woman's issue. It hurts all of us. Women are injured and killed every day by their husbands and boyfriends. So it's time for men to take action right now to teach boys that violence against women is wrong, to help prevent abuse before it starts. Call the Family Violence Prevention Fund at 1-800-END-ABUSE to get a free take action kit containing tips on what to say to boys. That's 1-800-END-ABUSE. Teach early. Indeed is the number one job search user with over 250 million monthly users. Indeed's priority is to help everyone in the job searching process to find a job by uploading 10 new job opportunities every 10 seconds worldwide. With Indeed, you have free access to job searches, resume uploads, and company researches. There are over 10,000 employees at Indeed that pursue to help people find the job they are looking for. They connect with millions of people to new opportunities. Go to Indeed.com and sign up for free and create a resume and let Indeed do the rest to help you on your job search. Hey, I'm Jesus Mauricio. Be sure to tune in every Friday to listen to Zeus Off the Bat, a baseball talk show from 1 to 2 p.m. where I'll be discussing and updating you on all things about baseball. News, predictions, reactions, and more about the Cubs, Sox, and everything across the league. Happens every Friday at 1 p.m. right here on SportstownChicago.com. Don't forget to follow and share our Twitter and Instagram with your friends at Zeus Off the Bat. Zeus Off the Bat. You're killing me, Smalls!
That is right. Best segment in sports radio history. Sports radio, nothing. Radio. Just everything. Just radio. Just radio. You're killing me, Smalls. Let us know what made you guys say you're killing me, Smalls, this week, over the weekend in this case, at our social media, at BlowTWhistle1, on our Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. So... I know a lot of you guys. Well, I'm gonna start off with David because he, he, <laughs> he. I love starting off with you because you, you, you preview it a little bit in the beginning of our show. That's and, true. And That's I true. did. I did. I teased a little. All day it gets everyone a little more excited. So, in this case, David, how about you start this off? All right. Dang it! Listen, NBA. I told you. I told you. Didn't listen to me. Didn't make any changes over the weekend. No, no. No, no. We're going to keep it the way we want to keep it. And guess what? Your dunk contest laid a big old stinky doo-doo mess all over the basketball court. Horrible. Absolutely disgustingly horrible. No innovation. Nothing new. Nothing. Obi, what the? Hey, dude, I thought you had skill, bro. Nothing. Just sitting there with our hands up in the air going... What was that? And then coming off of an unbelievably competitive and beautiful three-point contest where it's just loaded. And I mean loaded. Steph Curry, Zach Levine, uh, Michael Conley, uh, Donovan Mitchell. Who else was in that? There was a whole bunch. You got... You already said Mike Conley, Steph Curry. Yeah, yeah. Donovan like, Mitchell, uh, Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown, yeah. Just, so much talent. Mm, hey, guess what? Hmm, go figure. All of them all-stars. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> NBA, take a hint from your three-point contest. Go ask LeBron. Go ask Zion. Go ask Tayton. Go ask Lavine. Get these people back to where... That dunk contest needs to be where Dominique Wilkins, Michael Jordan, you know, Nance Jr., all these guys were just Vince Carter. Ooh, I mean, Vince Carter, hello. man. No, 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 that'd be too easy. No, let's make it difficult and just make the one thing that everybody wants to watch during the weekend or even during the game at halftime. I bet you that's the only reason anybody stuck around to watch the halftime. Oh, let's see. Let's see. Oh, no. <sighs> NBA, you make me sick. <laughs> sick, I tell you. <laughs> NBA, for completely ruining the dunk contest this year. You're killing me, Smalls! <laughs> he always I, brings the heat. I he can't. really does. He's, He's fuming. What? There are certain things in this world, like, you grow up on. You know, I honestly would have rather have seen Anthony Edwards in that dunk contest if they weren't going to do... I would have rather seen Taco All-Stars. Fall in that dunk Taco contest. Taco Fall. Just walk right up to the rim and... You can't beat that. Ten. Ten. <laughs> ten. Ten's everywhere. Ten Taco tacos. Fall. Ten tacos everywhere. <laughs> I Seriously, like, that's embarrassing. It really is. Ridiculously embarrassing. Because I think they just tried rushing it. Yeah, and make it to. Tr- I think they were more focused on making it the event in general oh, no. happen, but they did not let, put let, any thought let's into highlight it. Highlight the skills competition. What? And sometimes I forget that's even a thing. I don't care to watch the skills competition. And then some, some 
big man wins the skills competition. I'm like, okay. That, yeah. yeah, no, that's right. Let's put that at halftime. No, no. Let's put the dunk contest at halftime. That makes sense. Oh. <laughs> go on before I like take up the yeah, whole let's, time, let's man. Let's, let's move it off to Brandon. Brandon, how about you go? <laughs> All right. So mine is directed at Cubs reliever Pedro Strope. Because Strope, he's trying to make his comeback with the team. He's on a minor league deal. He had a tough year last year with the Reds, got cut, then comes to the Cubs, never makes it up from the alternate site. He's not guaranteed a roster spot. He's 35 years old, and now he is going to be held out of camp for at least the next two weeks because he violated COVID protocol. Are you kidding me? He yeah. is shooting himself in the foot. He's killing his own chance. Oh, he, he'll have, if he doesn't make the roster, he has no one to blame but himself. But he knows he doesn't have a roster spot guaranteed. It was going to be an uphill battle to make the roster to begin with. And now you go ahead and you break protocol. He, along with Cleveland Indians, Jose Ramirez, and Framil Reyes, they were all out to dinner, out to dinner together. Social media posting on social media. That's how they got caught. So one, <sighs> you're breaking protocol, and you're posting it on social media. I mean, there, there's no excuse for it. There's no excuse to be breaking protocol in the first place. Especially the Cubs are one of, if not the only team in 2020 that did not have a single player test positive. So the Cubs organization, they take this extremely seriously as they should the whole league is taking it seriously and you go ahead and you just violate protocol that that's basically telling the cubs telling your teammates yeah i don't care like uh, i'm just gonna do my own thing i don't care about the rules i don't care about, about you right. guys you can basically base this off of the fact that they just are now allowing fans and then even just Strope can't even just follow the guidelines. Yeah, yeah. The players can't follow it. How do you expect the fans? We talked about this earlier. Yep. David yeah. gave his speech. Follow the rules. They're not hard. It's simple rules. Follow the rules so that everyone else can enjoy baseball. Brandon wants to, to go to a game. So Don't make Janoska <laughs> mad. If, yeah, if, if the players aren't even following protocol, how can you expect the fans to follow the rules? So, for that reason, for Pedro Strope, for just being an idiot, really. (laughs) There's no reason to violate protocol. You just come out, and now you're just putting yourself behind, and you're putting the team in a bad spot as well because now they're down a potential reliever. So, Pedro Strope, for violating COVID protocols. You're killing me, Small. Oh, Strope. (laughs) <laughs> does not help when we are trying to get fans in the stadium. Yeah. But you're I, going ahead and doing this. I've defended Strope for a long time. A lot of people have problems with him, the crooked hat. Oh, I, mean, I he, do. He I have huge some, problems okay, with yeah. Strope. <laughs> I've defended He's He pitched well. Obviously, there were some blown saves and stuff. There were times when he struggled. But overall, he is still one of the better relievers in Cubs history. And, Man. yeah, now he goes and does something like that. Yeah. It's hard to defend you when you do stuff like that to yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Well, boys, um, my turn. Okay. What was that? Go for it. I don't All know. Right. That was weird. All right. So, anyways, <laughs> my you're killing me small. So, oh, yeah. Blake Griffin, from what I heard, expects to sign with the Nets. It sounds like he is signing with the Nets. 
This the Brooklyn Nets already stacked with Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden. Blake Griffin, I understand you wanted to get out of Detroit. Who would want to be in Detroit? That organization ain't going nowhere, so I don't blame you. But you agreed to do a buyout contract. That's how bad he didn't want to go there. But there are so many other teams that you would be a key asset for. Uh, In that case, the Bulls. You, You could be a key asset to the Bulls. And you could make the Chicago Bulls. You could make them up one step of being a phenomenal team. But no, no, no. You're, you're taking the easy route out. You, you don't care about how you do personally. You are just chasing for a flipping ring. And you are doing it in the most freaking easiest way possible. Oh, it's super you, flagrant. Oh, yeah. good Lord. Yeah. You're not going to a team. You're not being like any other player that's going to go to a team and try to lead that team into being a successful team. No, no, no. You are all butthurt because your Detroit Pistons weren't doing so hot and you were expecting so much. So then you're like, screw it. I'm going to take the easy way route. Easy route. Whatever. I can't even say it anymore. I'm too mad. <laughs> that you're going to go with, as I called them weeks ago, the Brooklyn All-Stars. You're going to go with those three guys and just casually get your little easy trophy. You... Flipping coward! I I am just so upset. You are you're reason why I start to not like the NBA. So you are. With that case, Blake Griffin. And this is the second time I went over it again. With that case, for signing with the Brooklyn Nets and being a complete coward. You're killing me, Smalls. See, but here's the thing. He's going to the team where the guy did the exact same thing by leaving. Oh, okay. yeah, exactly. OKC. I was going to get into that. <laughs> I was going to get into that, but the Warriors. music stopped. <laughs> I, I was told to stop. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I got told to stop. And that signing is official now. It is a, he is officially with the Nets. The Nets have agreed uh, after flipping a, to ring a buyout chaser. with You the ring chaser, you. you yeah. God, maybe that's what you and Durant are going to oh, love yeah, each other so much. Oh, that's why he's going. He's like, oh, it's okay, man. I've been in the same situation <laughs> as you. It'll be all right people forget people will forget well guys as much as we love love that tough segment you guys smell that a little bit smells like march madness is coming up boys the season of absolute chaos hot wings and beer Oh, yes. (laughs) Season of absolute chaos. And you know how much we love chaos here. We will recap some of the games that have happened over the weekend and talk into the conference tournaments that are coming up here on Blow the Whistle. This is your home for sports. Red Blocks! SportstownChicago.com Take that exit and get to the Southern Cafe, home of the nasty biscuit on Roselle Road in Roselle. Get over there and try the chicken fried chicken biscuit made with the Southern Cafe's house-made drop biscuit with buttermilk chicken fried chicken smothered in country gravy topped with shredded cheddar and crumbled hickory smoked bacon. I always say that when you go to the Southern Cafe, you come out with two meals with a heaping amount of food they serve you in every meal. I love to go to a place with outdoor seating. The Southern Cafe has a great outdoor seating area to help social distance, and I get to enjoy my breakfast outdoors. Open 6.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. to give you plenty of time to grab an amazing breakfast or lunch. Now get your butt over to the Southern Cafe on Roselle Road. Hello? It's speed walking day. Dorothy, you're breaking up. Did I mention?
shouldn't we be slowing down when we pass the court where those fine brothers play ball? I heard that. Reduce your risk of cancer, diabetes, heart disease, and stroke. Get active, eat right, and maybe even run into Mr. Right. Isn't sisterhood beautiful? For more information, go to everydaychoices.org. Brought to you by the American Cancer Society, the American Diabetes Association, the American Heart Association, the Ad Council, and this station. Alert! Alert! Be gone, maxed-out credit cards, overdue loans, suffocating interest rates, and relentless collection agencies. If your credit rating is making you and others around you cringe, there's only one thing to do, and that's to turn to the professionals at Creative Credit Solutions. Even if your credit is less than perfect, we'll help you get back on track. You can do it, and we can help. Call today or visit creativecreditsolutions.net for your free credit check report. Blow the whistle on SportstownChicago.com. Mondays and Fridays from 2 to 3 p.m. as we talk NFL. The game plan was really sound. In the quarterback league, it, it has been, it still is. Franchise-defining quarterbacks. College football. Will Jim Harbaugh make it through the season as Michigan's head coach? Some more Big Ten talk. And here's some things you wouldn't expect. I would have never expected that. Get all of that and more on Blow the Whistle on SportstownChicago.com. Coburn's begging for the basketball with the left hand. And the follow is there for Grandison. Corbello splits a double team back outside. Devontae Williams hits a three. Corbello with another spin move. What a game he's having. 17 points for his Frazier. That's his first basket of the game. It's a two wide open. Devontae Williams knocks down a three and we're tied. Nasumu on the drive. Yes. That is right. Illinois basketball. Credit to ESPN on those wonderful highlights. Credit to Illinois. Credit to Illinois for seriously wait, no, shocking wait. the nation. First off, credit to Illinois, but credit to the Batman mask, too. Yes. <laughs> if if that doesn't become a thing, I swear on all this good in the world, that looks so good. That was awesome. I loved that. <laughs> I love, like, who are the other players? Ooh. I just happened to pull up the rankings, boys. Yeah. Oh, Illinois, Illinois number three. 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 Let me guess. Baylor's in front of them? Yep. yep. Baylor's up at two. Baylor deserves to be Zaga, three. obviously, still number one. Well, but, and I mean, for good reason. Uh, yeah. But for good, yeah. Baylor, I'm, I'm going to almost put this out there right now. I bet you any money, and don't get me wrong, I think Illinois has got a harder trip than Baylor, but I bet you any money Baylor gets beat in the Big 12 conference. Think so? Games, yeah. I and see. I'm not saying, like I said last week, people don't freak out if Illinois doesn't win the Big Ten championship out through the games. The tournament. No. The yeah. tournament, the Big Ten tournament. It, it's, it'll be all right. They're going to make a deep run this year, hopefully. I I don't like putting out positive stuff. When I don't it comes know. To I, know. I feel like it always bites me in the butt yeah. afterwards. I, well, I got nothing. I got nothing this year, boys. I got nothing. I'm going to have to latch on to some teams because – for the first time since 1994-95, Duke is entering the ACC tournament with a sub-500 record. So, I know, that's crazy. there's that. But yet, they're still talking about Duke making the, the tourney. I'm like, come on. That's yeah, not good. Know. Let's not get carried away. They, they no. They have to turn things around no. real quick. Yeah. They'd have to, for me at least, to, for it to be justified, they'd have to win the ACC tournament, and that ain't happening. No. That I ain't don't happen- see that happening. At, especially after I watched the game... They played against North Carolina. Good night. They looked bad. I mean, like, this is probably 
the second or third worst team I've ever seen Duke put out there. Really? Yeah, they look they look young, they look inexperienced, and they look scared. And okay. it, that that combo in itself just doesn't like. Now I was telling I was telling Andrew the other day. Now I know why Shashevsky was going. You know, we should just cancel the season. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to put that team out on the floor. He didn't want to. He didn't want to put that team out on the floor. I totally get it now, Coach K. Absolutely. But getting back to Illinois, wow, wow, uh, wow is right, man. Like. Yeah, 20, For, 20 and six on the season, and uh-huh. some of those wins against very quality, high quality opponents. quality quality Michigan. They beat Michigan, Michigan and Ohio State pretty much back to back. Yeah, yeah, and and easily. Well, I it wasn't close. Well, I, the Michigan, I would, Michigan, the Michigan, Michigan was they, they made won Michigan that one handed. Yeah, the Mich- they made they, Michigan oh, look Ohio bad. Ohio State Smack was a them. That yeah, and you knew it was going to be a fight. You knew it was. I mean, Ohio State's just not going to come in and lay down and not mm-hmm. come in and. Try and take out. But then Ohio State's been kind of on a slump well, lately. Here, not- here's the thing. It, it's just like every other, you know, everybody always talks about Big Ten football and how we always beat up each other. All the teams in the Big Ten beat up each other during the year. It's how it's going in basketball this year. Every single Big Ten team is beating up on everybody else. Now here, I got a, just a quick little brief question for you. Not related to Illinois. But so I'm looking at here. Ohio State has lost the last four games, Michigan, Michigan State, Iowa, Illinois. How do you think they're going to come into this Big Ten tourney with losing four in a row? I don't the see them. I don't, honestly. They're, they're in number nine now, by there's, the way. There's three top teams in the Big Ten right now, as far as I'm concerned. Illinois, Michigan. But Michigan Michigan goes out and loses yesterday. To, to Michigan, Michigan State. State. Michigan yeah. State. Michigan State. They've upset a couple. See, people. I'm telling they, you they right Illinois. I'm Illinois, telling you, Ohio State, Michigan. I'm telling you guys right now, they make the tourney. You better watch out because for some reason, it doesn't matter what their record is. If Tom Izzo can get his team into that, that March Madness tournament, they make a run. Yeah. Every I, time. And everybody's like, where'd they come from? It's Tom Izzo. So all you bracket creators out there. Keep an eye on Michigan State. For sure. But absolutely. that being said, I'd say your top three teams in the Big Ten right now are probably Illinois, Michigan, and Iowa. Yeah, yeah. and those are ranks three through five in yeah. the bracket. So. Really? Yeah. Yep. Three, four, five. I- huh? Iowa is up to five now. Yep. Uh, actually, I, they were at five. Yeah, they were they, at they, five. They're still at five. I, I just think I, I was probably the most dangerous team. Just because they're hot right now. They are. I would love Illinois, Iowa, oh. Big Ten Championship Final. I'd be a barn burner. If I, I would call off on anything I'm doing <laughs> to go watch that game, man. Uh, sorry, and <coughs> sick. COVID. Uh, you already had oh, COVID. COVID. <coughs> Whoops again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like you were saying, the Big Ten just beating up on each other. I, I just mentioned three Big Ten teams in the top five, four in the top ten. Ohio State down there. So, yeah, the fact that they've already basically been playing the top teams in the tournament just throughout the season, that should help these teams in the tournament itself. Like I said, I don't think Baylor's as good as everybody thinks they are. I don't think so either. I think... Zog is. <laughs> Gonzaga is as good as everybody thinks they are. Gonzaga See, is I... the team to be... I wouldn't have said that if I was just basing it off of their conference play. I wouldn't be so like if they had gone undefeated in their conference, 
and that was all that they played, I'd be like, no, they're susceptible to a loss. But they beat Iowa. Mm-hmm. Like Iowa was, 99 to 88. Like Iowa was a five foot two dude going up against a six ten guy. <laughs> like <laughs> just walloped them. Because yeah, when you look at their whole schedule, they really they didn't go up against anyone like any big teams, but the teams that they the big teams that they did go up against, like number six Kansas. They won 102 to 90. Number Smashed 11, them. West Virginia, 87 to 82. And then you said Iowa, 99 to 88. So they have shown themselves up against the good teams that they can compete. It'll take it'll take a special matchup for them to lose this tournament. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just say do that you right now. Who out of all the teams do you think? I mean, obviously this is a very broad question because you never know what's going to happen in March Madness. Do you think there is a team that could knock out Gonzaga? Any given day, any team can knock out any other team. Exactly, right. And to be quite honest, I don't I don't see one right now. Illinois's got the talent. Illinois definitely has the talent to hang with them. It's just whether or not it all comes together for Illinois. There's I'd say three big ten t- I don't think Baylor can beat them. No. I, I just don't think Baylor's as good as everybody thinks they are. Uh, but all three teams from three to five, Illinois, Michigan, and Iowa, all have the talent to hang with them. It's just whether or not they can. Okay. Or they do. But if you want a sleeper team down below that could pull off an upset of Gonzaga if they're in the same bracket... Texas Tech is stacked. They got a good stacked. The kid, this kid, I really like because I've seen him uh, since he was playing high school, and then he went to Georgetown. Matt McClung, my God, that kid is all around athletic. Like, yeah, he, he's phenomenal shooting. And if you've seen this kid's dunks, yeah, is scary. Yeah, and he's not even that tall. They're stacked. They really are. Yep. And if they start getting on a roll. I could see them beating Baylor for the Big 12 championship. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's how. I would love to see that. They were ranked. Chaos. They, they were it. as high as five at one point this year, and they kind of went on a losing streak, which some teams do in, during the course of a season. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Texas Tech make a run. Yeah, they are, they come in right now ranked 20. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I just saw Loyola moved up to 18. Watch them make a run. I'm telling you. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. Brandon, any? Upsets that you think you can see, if like like I said, same go with, home to or him. with it, Brandon. Go home or with it, do it. <laughs> I was gonna say, just kind of like what I said to David. Do you see any other team competing or knocking out Gonzaga? I th- yeah, I think Illinois is the team that can do it up here in out of these top teams. Either that or Iowa, like David said, Iowa is hot right now. But I think Illinois can bring it together. Guys coming back from injury, they're starting to, they're clicking right now. Mm-hmm. They're playing great basketball right now. I think things have to, everything has to fall into place for them to beat, for anyone to beat Gonzaga. You'd almost no. have to play a perfect game. Exactly. Yeah, you really yeah. would. Yeah, but I, I think the opportunity can be there, and I think Illinois definitely goes deep into this this tournament. I like Illinois' chances too. I mean, I've just God, been watching all their all games. Such homers, hey, but it's okay. it's okay. It's okay. It's all right. This is a local show. This yeah, is a local show. <laughs> but but that being said, you, 
you guys know as well as I do, I'm not I'm not one to just goo goo gaga over a local team. It's just not my style. But they look good. Yeah, they do. Like really good. They really so, do. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Yeah. Well, boys. With that being said, unfortunately, it is the end of our show. I'm blow the whistle. Oh. I know, I know. I wish we could continue talking about just everything. Yeah. We talk about everything. Not have to go to work. No. (laughs) You do. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening. And if for some reason you silly gooses missed our show today, you can find us on Spotify and Anchor. Blow the whistle. We have all of our shows recorded on there. And... I don't know. I got got anything else. Anyone else? Don't forget to follow Hannah Brummer. She was on the show earlier. Absolutely. Again, don't forget to follow her. Listen to her podcast, Monday Motivation with Hannah B. Absolutely. And in that case, Blow the Whistle Crew is signing off. I am Tyler Buterbaugh. I'm Brandon Janoska. I'm David Dykstra. (laughs) Everyone have a fantastic week. This is your home for sports. Longtime fans. Sports is like life. SportstownChicago.com.